Welcome to the English Styles Podcast with Stas and Miles. Styles podcast with Stoss and Miles. We are on episode 10. Well, uh, we're going to do something a little different this week because I'm going to be on vacation this weekend when we normally record, and so that's why I didn't bother getting questions this time. But I was thinking we could read an interesting article after we talk a little bit about what we did this week, and uh, hopefully people enjoy the change of pace. How you doing, Stoss? Doing great. Just uh, came home from a pretty good place where I spent time with my friends. Uh, what did you do? I had beers and played uh, PS, like FIFA and other stuff. And uh, nice. we had a great time playing board games. Oh, well done. Yeah. Um, How was your Yeah, week? well... I had a nice week too, so I've, I'm taking a work vacation, like I requested time off, mm, uh, to go to Oceanside, Oregon, which is a town on the coast, and I know you guys know I'm such a beach bum because I was at the coast already on Sunday, if you saw my travel channel, oh by the way, if you listen to this podcast, you should join my travel channel, uh, and I'll link it because I imagine there's some new people here that don't know that I uh, share my videos and photos from my travel around my state, mostly. Uh, but yeah, so um, I went to... This last weekend I went with my dad and his partner to uh, the brewery at the coast. It's called Brewers on the Bay, and that was really fun. Um, then we went to see the sea lions, uh, which there's sea lions, they're like big seals, and they hang out uh, on the docks at the Newport Bayfront, which is where the town I was in called Newport. And so yeah, I hung out with them and we walked around a little bit and I just, uh, I, I go to Newport all the time, so I just kind of showed them all the things to see in town, basically. Did you feed them? What did, what did they eat? Well, sea lions eat uh, sea creatures, and I don't think it's good to feed them, uh, because then they beg for food instead of hunting for things. Mm, I see. But they hang out and sleep there. Like they don't need they don't need to be fed. They're like, it's a comfortable place for them to hang out, and they don't mind the attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, they hang out on these little... Like, they put platforms out for them, but they like the platforms, and they don't mind that there's people all around taking pictures of them and stuff. But yeah, so that was what I did last weekend, and then this weekend I'm going to a different part of the beach, and I'm going to visit my mom, my sister, and a, like a childhood friend is going to come to us to have a picnic on Sunday. So that's why we're doing the podcast early basically mm -hmm. great so yeah let's uh let's do it let's read this article here so 
Uh, I picked an article from the New York Times. Um, it is, unfortunately, I think New York Times limits the amount of clicks you can give them per week, but I think, uh, I think for, for the most part, you guys probably aren't reading five New York Times articles a week, so it should be easy to open this, and I'm going to link uh, this article as well so you can listen and read. It also has an audio recording, it looks like, already. Excuse me. So, Stoss, do you want to read this to me, and then I'll correct your English after you read each sentence? And then we can discuss if you're not sure about the words, and we can figure out what they mean. Yeah, of course we can. Let me a few seconds just to make sure that it works. I mean the page on the internet. Yeah, sounds good. Just give me a minute to... <laughs> yeah, it's Sorry, okay. Guys. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, it works. Excellent. Okay, uh, we're starting from the name of the article, right? Okay, neurologist, right? Is that word? All right, a neurologist tips to protect your memory. Tips or tips? Tips. Tips. A neurologist tips to protect your memory. A new book by a, a renewed. No. Renowned. Renowned. A new book. By renowned is like famous. Renowned. Well known. Renowned. Well known. Okay. A new book by a renowned brain expert says that a few simple things we can do to prevent memory decline as we, as we age. Yeah. Okay. Um, as we age, our memory declines. This is an uh, yeah, ingrained assumption for many of us. However, according to um, neuroscientists, Dr. Richard Restock, a neurologist and clinical professor at George Washington Hospital University School of Medicine and Health. Decline is not inevitable. Yeah, sounded good. Okay. The author of more than 20 books on the mind, Dr. Restock has decades worth of worth of experience in guiding patients with memory problems. Decades. 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 Perfect. <clears throat> the complete guide to memory. The signs of str strengthening your mind. Right? St strengthening? Yeah, strengthening. Strengthening. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a difficult one. Always have problem with that. Dr. Restock's yeah, latest... Yeah, sounds good, though. Dr. Restock's latest book uh, includes tools such as mental ex exercises, uh, sleep habits, and diet that can help boost memory. Uh, yet, Dr. Restock ventures um, beyond this familiar territory, considering every facet of memory. Fac facet or facet? Facet. 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 It's like every little place. It's like a facet, it's like a little location. Considering every facet of memory, how memory is connected to creative thinking, technology's impact on memory, how memory shapes identity. The point of the book is to overcome the everyday problems of memory, Dr. Restock said. said. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, especially work in memory, which falls between immediate recall and long-term memory, and is tied to intelligence, concentration, and achievement. 
According to Dr. Restag, this is the most critical type of memory. And exercise to straighten, it should be practiced. Strengthen. Straighten. Strengthen. 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 Straight. No, I, I don't. I don't. I can't say this word. I mean, I tried to, but a few. Um, well, hang on, hang on. Strength. Say, say it like strength. I can. Strength. <laughs> strength. Strength. In. Strength. Straight. Yeah, Stra I mean, you're mostly saying it. Strengthen. Yeah, perfect. Strengthen. 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 Yeah. I tried. I mean, I practiced yeah. this word, but I don't. I mean, understand. you're saying yeah, no, but you are saying it right. Just you said straighten Straight, the first time. Strengthen, strengthen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, where was I? Straighten should be practiced daily, but bolstering all memory skills, he added, is key to warding off later memory issues. Warding off. Warding off. Warding? Wor like, it's not like wording, it's like warding. Warding. Uh, it seems Word. to me that you say it's like the same. Yeah, but I'm saying W-O and W-A. Wording? Warding. 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 It's not like... Uh, yeah, let me say it. I'm going to say it exaggerated. Warding, but it's like war warding. Warding off. Warding off. Warding off. Warding off. Warding off. Warding yeah. off. Good. It's key to warding off later memory issues. So what, Perfect. like, warding off means? Like, uh, repelling. Like, f like, basically saying, like, it's key to not having memory issues later in life. Warding off is like pushing them away from you. Okay. Thank you. A, ward um, a warding off, it's like, uh, actually, literally, it's like, um, <laughs> like, superstitious. Like, a ward prevents like a supernatural creature or like the devil from entering your home it's like a, a symbol that you put on your door or something like that so warding off means like preventing something from entering or something like that mm -hmm. kind Thank of a strange you. metaphor but yeah all right next one uh memory decline is not event inevitable with aging dr restock argues in the book Instead, he points uh, to ten sins or stumbling mm -hmm. blocks that can lead to the lo to lost or distorted memories. Distorted. Distorted, distorted memories. Good. Um, seven were first described by the psychologist and memory specialist Daniel Lawrence Schachter. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I have no idea. Schachter sounds right. <laughs> sins of omission such as absent-mindedness absent-mindedness yeah difficult yeah. one and sins of commission such as distorted memories to those dr restak added three of his own technolo technolo technological distortion technological distraction and depression wow ultimately we are what we can we are what sorry Ultimately, we are what we can remember, he said. Here are some of Dr. Restock's tips for developing and main, 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 how to say it? Developing and maintaining? Yeah, developing and maintaining a healthy memory. So I think this is your turn. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to re read for a long time. Pay more attention. 
Some memory lapses are actually attention problems, not memory problems. Oh, that's interesting. For instance, if you've forgotten the name of somebody you met at a cocktail party, it could be because you were talking with several people at the time and you didn't properly pay attention when you heard it. Inattention, that's like the opposite of attention, is the biggest cause for memory difficulties, Dr. Restock said. It means you didn't properly encode the memory. One way to pay attention when you learn new information, like a name, is to visualize the word. Having a picture associated with the word, Restock said, can improve recall. For instance, he recently had to memorize the name of a doctor, Dr. King, an easy example, he acknowledged. So he painted, he pictured a male doctor in a white coat with a crown on his head and a scepter instead of a stethoscope in his hand. Find regular everyday memory challenges. There are many memory exercises that you can integrate into your everyday life. Dr. Restock suggested composing a grocery list and memorizing it. When you get to the store, don't automatically pull up your list on your phone. Instead, pick up everything according to your memory. Try to see the items in your mind, he said, and only consult the list at the end if necessary. If you're go not going to the store, try memorizing a recipe. He added that frequent cooking is actually a great way to improve working memory. Once in a while, get in the car without turning on your GPS, and try to navigate through the streets from memory. A small 2020 study suggested that people who use GPS more frequently over time showed steeper cognitive decline in spatial memory three years later. That's interesting, because my mom will never use GPS, or she rarely uses it, and she tries to always just get places from memory <laughs> but sometimes she can't and then i'm like mom just use the gps like it's so much harder to like explain to somebody how to get somewhere when they don't know several highways for example all right uh but that's interesting though uh and that i do try to do that in my personal life like sometimes i've noticed i'm like i don't know how to get to my friend's house and i've been there a bunch of times so i'll try to not use the gps and get there play games Games like bridge and chess are great for memory, but also so is a simpler game, said Dr. Restock. For instance, Dr. Restock's favorite working memory game is 20 questions, in which a group or a single person thinks of a question, place, or object, and the other person, the questioner, asks 20 questions with a yes or no answer. Because, to succeed, he said, the questioner must hold all the previous answers in memory in order to guess the correct answer. Another of Restock's tried-and-true memory exercises simply requires a pen and paper or audio recorder. First, recall all of the U.S. presidents, starting with President Biden and going back to, say, Franklin D. Roosevelt, writing or recording them. Then do the same, from FDR to Biden. Then, name, the only, name only the Democratic presidents and only the Republican ones. That, last, name them in alphabetical order. So it sounds like this memory exercise is aimed at their audience, which is generally going to be American readers, but I think you guys can probably uh, make up your own version of that. If you prefer, try it with players on your favorite sports team. Well, I guess he's suggesting some other options also here. Or your favorite authors. The point is to engage your working memory, maintaining information and moving it around in your mind, Restock wrote. You want to do the next one? Yeah. <clears throat> read more novels. 
One early indicator of memory issues, according to Dr. Restox, is giving up on fiction. People, when they begin to have memory difficulties, tend to switch to reading nonfiction, he said. Over his decades of treating patients, Dr. Restock has noticed that fiction requires active engagement with the text, starting at the beginning and working through to the end. Um, you have to remember what the character did on page 3 by the time you get to page 11, he said. Hmm. I didn't know that. It's interesting. We can try to do that. Yeah. Do you want to do the next one? Yeah. Beware of technology. Among Dr. Restock's three new saints of memory, two are associated with technology. Uh, first is what he calls technological distortion. Um, storing everything, everything on your phone means that you don't know it, Dr. Restock said, which can erode, mm -hmm. which can erode our own mental abilities. Why bother to focus, concentrate and apply effort to visualize something when a cell phone camera can do all the work for you, he wrote. Um, the second way our relationship with technology is de detri detrimental yeah. is detrimental for memory is because it often takes our focus away from the task at hand. In our day, the greatest impediment of memory is distraction. What impediment is? An impediment is like a thing that slows you down. In our day, the greatest impediment of memory is distraction. Oh yeah, of course, distraction is the greatest impediment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand mm -hmm. it, thank you. Um, Dr. Restock wrote, As many of these tools have been designed with the aim of addicting the person using them, and as a result we are often distracted by them. People today can check their email while streaming Netflix, talking to talking with a friend or walking down the street as all this um, impedes impedes all right impedes it's like the impediments but it, it's yeah yeah it's actually the same just a different form okay yeah, good point impedes of our no 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 sorry all of this impedes our ability uh, all of this impedes our ability to focus on the present moment, which is critical for encoding memory. So impedes like a verb, right? Impediment is a noun. Yeah, yeah, noun, exactly. Yeah, good call. Oh, I nice, see. yeah. Yeah, I'm learning, actually, reading this. I didn't think about that. But yeah, distraction is uh, preve sometimes preventing people actually you know what that's one thing i will say like uh our audience i think has an advantage though because like people who are learning a language like the language is your game you know what i mean like they're talking about all these memory games you can play like you're doing memory games you know by memorizing other languages and yeah, all the different course. vocabulary and stuff and it's so like that's kind of cool. Double we have a little work, advantage. Double work when you are reading, you have to like understand what you're reading. Sometimes it's difficult. Like I'm trying to concentrate yeah. to say in the word, like saying words in good way, but I forgot to like 
Understand, understand it understand completely. It. Yeah. So yeah. like I have. I mean, that's that that happens to natives too, though. Like if you're trying to read an article out loud, it's easy to not really follow it because you're too busy trying to say it clearly. Yeah. So I like I think the the most uh, not not the most. I mean the whole idea of this text like is understandable, but if you ask yeah read me, it again when you're done though like you don't have to understand it all right this second okay thank you so will our audience because you guys yeah. should should listen to us and then also i think there's a recording too of the person writing it uh saying it all so you guys can hear multiple voices saying this stuff which should be interesting for practice good advantage all right work with a, I'm, I'm going to go on to the next one. Work with mm -hmm. a mental health professional if you need to. Big, that's important, guys. Don't don't be afraid. Uh, your mood plays a big role in what you do or do not remember. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I can definitely see how that would be the case. Depression, for instance, can greatly decrease memory. Among people who are referred to neurologists for memory issues, one of the biggest causes is depression, Dr. Restock said. Yeah, I'm going to say when you get depressed, you're just doing, like, the bare minimum, you know? Like, you're not, like, studying stuff. You're just, like, sitting there, and you're unhappy, and it's hard to motivate yourself. So it's not surprising that you'd have some memory problems if that happens for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, your emotional state affects the kind of memories you recall. The hippocampus, or the memory entry center, according to Dr. Rostock. And uh, sorry we keep saying his name differently, because we don't know. Uh, and the amygdala, the part of the brain that manages emotions and emotional behavior, are linked. So when you're in a bad mood, or depressed, you tend to remember sad things. I have heard that before, Dr. Rostock said. Uh, treating depression, either chemically or via psychotherapy, often restores memory. That's cool. Determine whether is, there is a cause for concern. Throughout his career, Dr. Rostock has been asked by dozens of patients how they can improve their memory, but not all memory lapses are problematic. Interesting. For, in, for instance, not remembering where you, are parked, where you parked your car in a crowded lot is pretty normal. Forgetting how you arrived at the parking lot in the first place, however, indicates potential memory issues. There's no simple solution to knowing what should be of concern, Dr. Rostock had said. <laughs> Dr. Rostock said, much of it is context-dependent. For instance, it's normal to forget the room number of your hotel, but not the address of your apartment. If you're concerned, it's best to consult with a medical expert. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, in this article, they talk about um, how sometimes the problem isn't memory and it's attention. And I think that's a good example because, like, you might hear your hotel room number and be like, whatever, and then not think about it and not try to commit it to memory. And that doesn't mean that you have memory problems. You just didn't pay attention. So, yeah, cool. Like, it's, it's me uh, still don't remember the name of my... Uh, group at, a, at the university and uh, like can <laughs> still I say not remembering but yeah still I not got remembering what you meant. yeah so yeah. do you say facility to a block of um, like buildings at the university so can I say facilities or no let me think 
because I, mean, I remember, yes, I remember facilities, this word, facilities but... though are like the bathrooms and the like the mechanical stuff and oh, things that no, keep no, the no. school running more maybe than maybe I'm using this word. You mean faculty wrong. buildings? Something like that. Like I, re I remember hearing that word, but faculty, faculty, maybe. So you know what I mean. Yeah, like buildings. But I, you could say while you're on campus, we talk about being on campus when you're in the university uh, area. Yeah, we have four of them, and I still can't pick um, if it's the first one, the second one, or the third one, like or the first. So I don't remember the the, the number of it. And also, is it kind of the same looking? Like, there's not a lot of distinct features because the buildings are similar, perhaps. Um, not sure. Like, they have one of them has pink color, but it's only one who has the color. Then they are like dissimilar, but they are based uh, on a square on a square form, right? Like, they are on the angles. Of a square, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think of how we'd say that. Um, they're just square buildings on a grid. Yeah, you could say like a, a grid is like a bunch of squares, but it's a little, little obtuse. Anyway. So yeah, you got to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got the idea. Um, yeah. So I was gonna say we need to add a third section to our podcast called Miles finally watched the movie that Stas asked him to watch a bunch of times on the podcast called oh, Hustle. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah, finally I watched it. Yeah, that's really interesting that you watched it. So, what's your opinion about this movie? Well, I don't. I'm not interested in basketball. I kind of in general, but I thought that they did a good job, like making the cinematography looked good enough that you could enjoy it even if you weren't super interested you know like it looks really well shot and really clear and you can see the action happening with lots of interesting like camera effects and angles and stuff so i thought that was cool uh and it was to be honest, uh, the company that made it, Happy Madison Productions, like I've read an article about like their formula, and every Adam Sandler movie has this kind of similar formula, but I have to say I haven't watched one of his movies in a while, and it was good anyway. Like Even knowing it had a little formula, it's like, I can see why that works. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I thought it was great. Um, a little bit like a lot of movies he's done, but... I thought that the the choice to use real basketball players and like, you know, show the technique a lot was cool and it made would you rate you know, it kind of five out the, of five? If you like basketball, like six out of five. If you <laughs> are indifferent about basketball and just want to watch a good drama movie that has you know kind of an inspiring message and cool cinematography, then sure, four. I would say I'd give it a four out of five for my movie tastes but it was definitely fun to watch and you know kept my attention the whole time okay i advise you to watch the next like the next movie and it will be who invited them i told you about this movie and on the next episode you're going to tell me and and, and our listeners um about the plot so whether you will like it or not yeah, and that ties into this article, too, because now I have to commit this to memory and do it. Okay. Right? What do you mean? 
the article we just read was about committing things to memory so you remember them yeah i won't like i won't text you you have to keep it in mind ah okay so it's it's an exercise it's a mental exercise yeah so and the listeners will understand if you uh feed to this not feed to this article but if you feed to how to say it um so yeah why don't we why don't we share the name of the movie and then let's let's discuss it on our next podcast so our instead of making it a memory exercise will be like so we will we will be talking about the the movie on on our next episode or what yeah okay let's do this let's do it yeah yeah sounds like a good plan okay because to be honest with you, so on Anchor FM, which is like the Spotify podcast app that I upload these to, they make you come up with a, uh, they make you come up with a description of your podcast, and every time I'm like, we answer listener questions, just <laughs> like the same. I mean, it's different every time because the questions take us to different places, but it's hard to write a description. So I think it'll be cool to be like, this week we uh talk about this movie or something like that yeah (laughs) so i think it's a good idea Mm -hmm. all right guys well i hope you enjoyed our uh quickie episode and i'll see you next week and thank you again for listening thank you guys have a good day bye bye bye